Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Stock Break, your weekly opportunity to dive into public companies as we break down their business activity, fundamentals, and potential value. I'm Josh Gilbert, market analyst at eToro, and let's get into it. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stock Break with me, Josh Gilbert. Today, we're going to be analyzing Checkpoint Software Technologies. They are a software company that provides cybersecurity to governments and businesses. Their services focus on identifying and eliminating malware, ransomware, and other harmful cyber attacks. We're here to help you understand Checkpoint Software's business model, how they make their money, and what's ahead in a simple and short breakdown. But before we get started, of course, if there's anything that you want covered across these stocks, please let us know. And of course, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, give us a rating and send it to your friends. If you're listening to this in podcast format and would like to watch along with the presentation, there is a link in the bio and you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch. And a quick shout out. We also had the pleasure of recently speaking to Checkpoint's CEO, Gil Shawed who gave us valuable insights into the business and into AI on our recent conversation with leaders episode. So if you want to hear more from Checkpoint CEO Gil, then have a quick look in Digest and Invest Library. You will be able to see that episode there. And of course, a quick reminder that the presentation and podcast today is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. So on to Checkpoint. It's been a great start to the year for technology stocks, but it's been a, st- a tough start to the year for Checkpoint. Their shares have fallen by 1.6% so far in 2023, as the broader NASDAQ composite has risen by more than 27%. The company has also returned just 27% in the last five years, which as we can gather has underperformed the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. So the big question is, is why is the company lagging behind and what's next for this software farm? Well, let's find out for you. But before we do that, let's take it back a little bit. We'll go back to the beginning and tell you everything you need to know about this company before we dive into to sort of what's ahead. So the business was founded in 1993, and it has its international headquarters in Tel Aviv in Israel, but it operates worldwide. The company is listed on the NASDAQ and listed publicly with an IPO back in 1996, where they raised over $67 million. And since that time, shares have been very successful, jumping by more than 3,000%. Interestingly, though, Checkpoint was founded, as I mentioned there, in in 1993, but that was actually a year before the web browser came to market in 1994. So essentially, what Gilshawed did with Checkpoint was actually create malware security for the internet before it was actually created itself. But but Checkpoint looked to America to sort of secure its first clients. That's where that where they first went. That wasn't easy. The, the idea of the internet was was still very new. 
But Gil did a very good job. They sold $1 million worth of its software in 100 days. And Gil is, is now well considered the modern day inventor of the computer firewall. So a great job in, in getting that off the ground. And then if we look slightly ahead, moving forward to 1997, Checkpoint had 44% of the worldwide market share for firewall and now secures more than 100,000 businesses and millions of users worldwide. So they were you know, very much the innovators in this space. Then fast forward to 1998, Checkpoint established a partnership with Nokia, which bundled Checkpoint's software with Nokia's computer network security applications. And then it later went on to acquire Nokia's network security business in 2009. This acquisition allowed Checkpoint to sort of broaden its footprint in the security appliance market. And that sort of led the sort of the key to, to growth, really. Checkpoint has, has sort of used acquisitions as a focal point of its growth over the years. 15 acquisitions since its founding, with six of those acquisitions coming since 2019. Checkpoint also works with some of the, the largest companies and organizations around the world as its clients. So we've got US government, government entities, NHS England, uh, Zero Accounting, and many, many more. And in late 2016, Checkpoint actually found a breach in some 1 million Google accounts and actually worked with Google to fight the cyber cyber attack as well. So a quick look at the, the management. As I mentioned, Gil Shawed is the founder and current CEO. Gil, as I, as I said already, is renowned in the cybersecurity industry, and he has received numerous accolades for his individual achievements and industry contributions. And importantly, his leadership has been a key for Checkpoint's healthy growth over the last 30 years. And that has translated into no staff layoffs and super high margins, which is very impressive for a technology company going through, you know, lots of different periods, you know, dot-com bubbles and obviously the pandemic, as well as sort of, you know, right now we're going through sort of the year of efficiency, if you like. So that points to to sort of Gil's leadership in in the team. And as I mentioned at the start, a reminder to check out our interview with Gil on Conversation with Leaders. The link is in the bio, a fantastic and insightful interview. And an important note, just to sort of mention alongside Gil, um, they do have a, a very important member of the team in their CTO or Chief Technology Officer, and that is Dr. Dorit Dorr. She has been instrumental to the organization's growth as well alongside Gil, and she's managed many successful product releases for the business after joining in 1995. So as a software company, you're relying quite heavily on your CTO, and Dorit has been there for pretty much the beginning alongside Gil on this journey. Uh, so another point I wanted to sort of touch on a little bit as well is, is ECG and, and sort of corporate governance. So obviously a huge part for investors when considering a stock today is, is its EG, ECG score. And Checkpoint does very well in this space. It currently gets a score of 73 out of 100 from eToro's ECG scoring, which is available on the eToro platform, which is actually very high for the industry with the average being around 48. On top of this, the company has an outstanding track record for company satisfaction with a strong glass door rating of four and a half out of five with over 6,400 employees employees on its books. So again, from the ECG and, and governance side doing very, very well. And obviously it's a great place to work. And that is key, I think, to, to you know, looking at when, when considering companies that you want to buy. And it's a big factor for investors these days when purchasing stocks. So let's have a good, sort of a quick look at the performance this year. I mentioned it right at the start. Uh, 
about sort of how the stock has sort of lagged behind him. And we'll do we'll break this down before we break down the numbers over the last sort of couple of years. And the company has lagged behind the sort of broader tech rally this year. In the 1990s, the company was was sort of growing rapidly. You know, in 1999, its revenue soared 55%, around 220 million, with a net profit margin of about 44%. Between its 1996 IPO and October 2000, Checkpoint shares rose at an average of 119% annual rate. So huge returns over that period of the of sort of the dot-com bubble, but slowed down slightly since then. Q1 earnings disappointed investors and shares fell as a result. Earnings did beat expectations, but revenue missed the mark with just 4% growth. Analysts believe that Checkpoint didn't do enough to excite investors and its new offerings wouldn't improve subscription revenue this year. And this then was followed by a number of downgrades with analysts believing the stock would trade range bound this year, which is why we've seen the company come under a fair bit of pressure since then. And as, as I say, under sort of performed the broader tech rally. But I think what's important to know is that the growth is, is slow and steady for this business. And we'll touch on that in a little moment. So let's dive into the, the company's financials a little more. So a quick reminder for those listening in podcast format, I'm going to be showing some charts here via YouTube. So feel free to head over to the YouTube channel if you want to watch. The link is in the bio. So we're going to start with, with revenue. Checkpoint's revenue has has grown at single digits levels for, for the last few years, but 2022 was its best year for revenue growth since 2015. Revenue grew by 7.5% to $2.3 billion, and this was split across three revenue segments. So we've got products and licenses, software and maintenance, and security subscriptions. Its software and maintenance segment is the biggest revenue generator at almost a billion dollars. So that's a key focal point for investors to look at. I mentioned a moment ago there about Q1 revenue missing Wall Street expectations. Revenue came in at $566 million. Checkpoint's product sales declined by 7% which suggests that the company is, is likely getting hurt by enterprises shifting their cybersecurity spending towards cloud products instead of maybe refreshing their firewalls. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later on because there's obviously a big shift right now towards cloud computing. For the full year, Checkpoint expects sales to be between $2.34 billion and $2.5 billion which is slightly ahead of analyst estimates of revenue growth to be at 2.4 billion. So if they can reach the top end of that estimate, they will essentially be beating analyst estimates. And the 2.4 billion would represent a 3.7% growth year over year. But Checkpoint does have a favorable valuation. And we're going to touch on that a little bit and compare that to the cybersecurity industry that is obviously growing. And I think that's what makes this stock attractive to, to sort of value investors. But as I say, we'll, we'll touch on that in a moment. So now on to sort of profitability. The business has been profitable for many years now. I mentioned earlier about strong margins, and we'll get onto those margins in a moment. But profitability peaked in 2020 at just under a billion dollars, but has slid slightly since then. For the full year 2022, net income was 934 million, down around about 1% from 2021. The market expects net income to jump by 1.8% in 2023 for the full year with net income of just 950 million. Q1 net income was 217 million, which means a strong start to the year, but it's going to need a strong rest of the year to, to sort of to come to fruition to ultimately reach those full year estimates. 
costs have increased recently, which is one of the reasons that we've seen a little bit of a drop in, in net income. Gil sort of spoke to this on the conversation with the leaders episodes that I mentioned. He was talking about investments affecting short-term profitability, but they should mature into the future. So there is a clearly a focus on sustainable long-term growth, which should aid profitability moving forward. So now onto its cash. So, so cash is actually an interesting area for Checkpoint as they have a fair amount of it. At the end of 2022, they were sat on three and a half billion in cash and securities, which was slightly less than the four billion in 2020. The cash bio has caused some question marks with investors though. Some shareholders have called for a dividend given that it's, you know, got a, a fair cash pile, you know, growth has slowed down pretty significantly from, from where it has been in, in previous years, but others want the money invested for growth to increase the sort of this growth that has been seen over the years. So as I say, going back to the dot-com bubble, we saw hyper growth that has obviously slowed and been slightly more modest. So, you know, investors are asking for that cash to be invested to, to see growth pick up. The good news though, is they've got $4 billion basically in cash that they can now lock in for say passive income. You know, rates are at 5% globally as we speak, you know, that, that can add, add to their regular business activities and would be, you know, a great income stream as well. So that's an important focal point and we may get some more updates on what Checkpoint is planning to do throughout this year with that cash pile, but their cash pile has been significant for many years. And, and as I say, they're, they're not sort of quick to, to spend on, uh, on acquisitions. They make very strategical acquisitions. So I think that's the focal point here. So now we're going to move on to the key ratios for Checkpoint. So it's important to note that if you aren't familiar with some of the ratios that we, we sort of talk about here and would like to know more, head over to the eToro Academy where we can explain them to you in some greater detail. So the first to look at is price to earnings. So as I mentioned earlier, Checkpoint as a technology company is now currently trading at a lower valuation than its industry peers and compared to the sort of the rest of the cybersecurity industry. The company has been in business now for over sort of 30 years and has sort of gone past its its hyper growth phase and is a mature business, which is seeing slightly slower go growth. It currently trades at 15 times forward price to earnings. Uh, this is more than half the valuation of the NASDAQ composite, which trades at 32 times earnings and is significantly lower than industry peers such as Palo Alto, CrowdStrike and Fortinet, who trade at 37 times and 40 times forward earnings between the three of them. Of course, these companies are clocking much faster growth. So CrowdStrike, for example, reported a 54% increase in revenue last fiscal year to 2.24 billion. And the company is guided for terrific growth in the current fiscal year as well. But again, as I mentioned a few times, Checkpoint prides itself on slow and steady growth rather than rapid and risky growth, which has been the key to their long-term success and Gill's strong management there. So again, a couple of different businesses, but you know, the business has continued to deliver for investors, you know, over its history, delivering more than, you know, 12% annualized returns since its IPO. Another important ratio for investors to look at is price to sales. This ratio shows how much investors are willing to pay per dollar of sales for a stock. It can often be effective in valuing growth stocks, 
it is calculated by stock's last price divided by sales per share. Now, this is actually pretty high for Checkpoint at 6.6 .6 price to sales. That would be considered pretty expensive, especially compared to the average of the NASDAQ composite, which trades at 3.4 price to sales. We can also then have a look at gross margins. Margins are, are going to be a really important margin to an area to look at. Margins are ultimately standards as a key area. And as I mentioned a few times, these are these are really important for checkpoint. At the end of 2022, gross margin was 87.4%. The market expects this number to grow slightly for the full year to 87.6%. Margins have remained high over the years for Checkpoint. They even reached as high as 95% in 2001. So really, really high over the years and, and something that, you know, Gil and the business pride themselves on. So those are the numbers. And, and I want to look ahead now. And firstly, I want to start with some of the challenges that Checkpoint may face moving forward. So I think a key sort of note to sort of make and, and we, we've covered it a few times is the sort of the differential here between checkpoint and some of its competitors and obviously time that these companies have been in business but a key for technology is staying ahead for checkpoint investment in research and development is below the fastest growing players in the industry currently they spend 16 percent of their net sales on r d which is lower say compared to crowdstrike or palo alto which is 25 percent or 24 percent so even though checkpoint is spending above the industry average on research and development it's it's not really competing with the leading players in the industry and that may be why we're sort of seeing slightly lower growth and maybe slight struggles in terms of innovation this as i say is maybe due to that maturity and instead of focusing on products that aren't groundbreaking, they are focusing on you know products that they already have in market, and and ultimately, you know, you know, focusing on those, you know, and cracking those sort of market. And, and as I've said a few times, slow and steady growth. I mentioned it at the top of the mark, the top of the episode, but I talked about that slightly slow exposure to to sort of cloud checkpoints, sort of top line gains sort of trailing slightly over the the sort of the, the global sort of network security expansion. And I think the reason that is, is because its cloud exposure remains smaller than, than peers. We're sort of seeing an accelerated migration of workloads to public clouds from, say, on-premise data centers. And I think that will remain a headwind to its essential share in the sort of you know, controls the firewall market. And that's where it has its market share. But this shift to the public clouds is a slight worry for Checkpoint. As I mentioned a moment ago, Checkpoint's product sales declined 7% in Q1. And I think that is a suggestion that they are getting slightly hurt by this shift of cybersecurity spending towards sort of cloud products as well and sort of moving away from that refreshment of, of firewalls. But this is a challenge, but it is also a huge opportunity as well for Checkpoint if they can continue to focus on that market and you know maybe spend some of that $4 billion on acquisitions over that time and into the market. So let's have a quick look at what is ahead for, for Checkpoint and, and some of the opportunities. So now that we understand sort of the, the hurdles and, and the challenges for Checkpoint, let's take a quick look at some of the opportunities. So I think the key one is, is artificial intelligence, but also just cybersecurity. I will touch on a little bit 
the artificial intelligence side a little bit more throughout the episode. But I think the growth of online activity and cloud alongside what we've seen in artificial intelligence means that the need for cybersecurity, you know, has has never been higher. You know, we, we've got an astonishing growth of new technologies and solutions. And we're also seeing that data breaches across the globe are rising as well as, you know, the world becomes more digitalized. And we're also seeing an increase in sophisticated cyber attacks as well. And, and again, we'll touch on that a little bit with AI in a moment. But a report from Markets and Markets projected that the global cybersecurity market is poised to reach 266 billion by 2027, growing at about 8.9% from 2022 to 2027. So a huge market. And I think that is something for investors to focus on when they're looking at the future here for Checkpoint. So I've covered it a few times, but it's healthy balance sheet, I think, is going to hold the key to enabling M&A mergers and acquisitions to help that cloud growth. We spoke about then how the cloud is, is going to be a challenge for the business. Its cloud expansion has been quite slow and, and may hurt its positioning, but they've got $4 billion on its balance sheet. And I think there is going to be opportunities there on the acquisitions front for Checkpoint. And ultimately, we know that it isn't afraid to explore acquisitions. They've done it plenty of times over the years. They recently acquired Avanan, which is a cloud security platform in 2021, and another company called Spectral in 2022. So those that's progress, but that has slowed since. And I think that's going to be the key to sort of keeping up with, with competitors. And I think looking across this current market, we we obviously saw you know a difficult year in 2022 that the Nasdaq has risen fairly significantly this year, but the disruptive tech is is still under pressure, and I think that has seen a sharp fall in in tech valuations. And I think that could open up opportunities on the acquisition front to help boost sales growth, you know, and fill gaps in their portfolio as well. And I think. We've seen that with with competitors. You know, Palo Alto Networks has made several acquisitions to accelerate its cloud shift. And, you know, maybe we'll see the same from Checkpoint moving forward. So the next one I want to sort of talk about a little bit is its valuation. So it's currently trading at 15 times forward earnings, which I mentioned earlier. And I think that valuation and sort of current share price may be undervalued against peers. I think this is because the company has matured and growth has slowed, but they are in an industry that is continuing to grow and evolve. So if we look at competitors, such as, you know, some of those other names I mentioned earlier, they're trading around at about 40 to 45 times forward earnings. You know, Checkpoint looks like a cybersecurity play for, say, a traditional value investor, maybe someone that is taking on less risk and is looking for sort of solid growth rather than, you know, higher risk growth. You know, there is a huge opportunity still for Checkpoint in the cybersecurity market, but it is focused on on steady and continued growth and, and maybe not sort of fast growth with, you know, declining growth, which is what we've seen from some disruptive tech stocks over the last couple of years. So we mentioned a little bit about AI there. And unless you've sort of been living under a rock, you might know that artificial intelligence is sort of the, the talk of the world right now. And this is a great opportunity for Checkpoint. AI can enhance Checkpoint's ability to detect and prevent threats. So not only can it help their business, but given how powerful AI is, 
you know, cyber attacks will become more sophisticated, you know, whether it's using chat GPT for phishing emails and coding, that means that Checkpoint and the cybersecurity industry is well-placed to benefit to protect businesses and consumers against AI as this technology continues to grow. It is an evolving technology that I think that we will continue to see more of down the line. But again, AI is also going to you know, help Checkpoint to, to streamline business tasks and help to improve productivity as well. So, you know, it's a bit of a win-win here for, for Checkpoint. You know, they can stop, you know, cyber attacks from people using AI, but they can also use their technology inside its business as well, because you know, that integration of AI can, can significantly strengthen Checkpoint cybersecurity solu solutions. It can help against threat detection, faster incident response, automation and also just a you know better experience for its customers across the board um so again that was sort of the breakdown of the challenges and opportunities now just a quick look at the sort of potential valuation and this is a sort of a look at the the five-year price to earning sort of model there's some great numbers here that you can sort of take away again these are sort of analyst projections and consensus so they're not always going to come to fruition but they're a, you know a, a good idea and, and something to sort of keep an eye on as we can see we've got steady growth projected that is set to to sort of keep growing but maybe a little bit slower than what we saw in 2022 but picking up again from maybe where we were in 18 and 19 2024 looking at 4.3% in revenue growth 4.2% then in in sort of 2025 so if, if you're looking at sort of valuation models, this is some numbers that you can sort of use here, you know, play around with the price to earnings ratio, you know, using price to earnings ratio times earnings per share. You know, you can also consider a couple of other sort of methods here as well. But these are just some numbers to sort of give you a better understanding of what sort of their valuation can sort of look like in the future and to give you a bit of a, a better understanding as well. But as I say, trading at a pretty nice valuation right now, around 15 times forward earnings. So again, fairly cheap when considered against market competitors. So a quick look at its summary. So just a quick understanding of what's ahead for, for, for sort of checkpoint really, and, and just sort of wrapping all of that into to sort of one piece here. So as we know, Checkpoint is known for its computer firewall technology and has a strong presence in the global firewall market and was an innovator within that space. Checkpoint has previously used acquisitions as a strategy for growth, made over 15 acquisitions since its founding, and this could hold the key to spurring on growth in the future with its healthy balance sheet. Recent financial performance shows that revenue growth in 2022 was strong, but Q1 2023 fell short of expectations net income declined slightly, but the substantial cash reserve is still there. So we're going to be focusing a little bit on profitability as we move through the year. Can they continue to deliver and can revenue growth pick up and, and continue and, and stay as high as it was in 2022? We've mentioned it a few times now, but Checkpoint has a relatively low valuation compared to industry peers with a forward price to earnings ratio of 15, 15 times forward price to earnings. The company also has high gross margins, but its R&D spend and cloud exposure are potential obstacles for the business. And finally, AI does hold a huge potential for Checkpoint as cyber attacks become more sophisticated and businesses need greater protection. So again, that was the breakdown of Checkpoint. 
let us know in the comments what you think of our checkpoint and if this is a company that you've got on your watch list or if you own and again just to come back to it if you want to hear more about the company don't forget to check out our conversations with leaders episode with checkpoint ceo gil shawed as i said a very very insightful interview to learn more about the business combine the two of these and you should have everything that you know about checkpoint and a quick reminder to like, share, subscribe, and as always, let us know if there is a stock you want to see next. And thank you very much for listening and see you all next time. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com.